direction No one can pull me out I've always felt different from the others I'm running away now Nobody mentioning the most obvious name that's going to show up in this rubble, okay? Rubble Curry up. Man. <laughs> Curry Man is going to show up in this rubble. Next up, we have Guy in MAGA hat with his hair on upside down. First off, that wasn't English. I don't give a fuck what you try to tell me. That's not English. That, that didn't even make English. <laughs> no, they, they, that's... Very welcome to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. Welcome to episode 358 of the Gap and Mo Show. We're about to take it to the max. And we're one week away from podcast Promo Rumble 7, uh, our very first special event of 2022. First one of the Vidya era. Vidya. Uh, that also means we're one week away from the Royal Rumble, and I think the the internet's got a little bit carried away with the possibilities of who could show up. Yeah, you're fucking uh, telling me. I, I mean, I okay. get some of them are joking, but a lot of them are serious. And ever since it was announced that Mickey James was in it, we've had several AEW names <laughs> mentioned. Why is nobody as... mentioning the most obvious name that's going to show up in this Rumble, okay? Rubble Curry up. Man. I had to do it. Yeah. I I would actually kind of mark out a little bit for Curry Man. I would too. Um, WWE don't have the balls. <laughs> they ain't got the balls. But immediately people jumped on John Moxley, John CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, uh, who apparently is now out of contract. Did you but, see um, the, the, this, the little Twitter thing from Punk? <laughs> Uncle Dave is like Am I in the rumble? up there. Yeah, he was like, he's all, well, hey, I'm just checking my schedule. Am I in the rumble? You know, just making, you know, you, you know everything. You, you want to let me know? That's like, I, I mean, it, I love it depends. Uh, does Punk have a friend's wedding that night? Right, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, Cody, Cody's apparently uh, not under contract with AEW right now. Um, so he made his return last night after two weeks of, uh, we suspect COVID. It, they I said guess. family thing, but I don't believe that. Yeah. Um, again, you know, cuts a Cody promo. And th- there's no other way to describe it. It's a Cody promo. It, he you know comes what? in. But this is, no, that's, uh, I don't want to interrupt you, keep interrupting you like that. But mm-hmm. it was like, it wasn't, it was like Ring of Honor. No, not Ring of Honor. Like New Japan Cody promo. He's already mm-hmm. healed ish he's getting there and he, he's still he's just i'm seeing it like every time i hear him talk his dialect and how he slows how he talks and his facial expressions and everything i'm like dude you're already a heel like i yeah. I, I could fucking see it you just fucking do it man but but last night was like one of his promos where he comes in with the heat uh and everybody is just before he even speaks they they, they know they want to boo him and then he starts saying stuff that they agree with and they're like i, I want to boo this guy but 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 yeah that's that that's good 
and he and he's fired up and he's getting me pumped up for next week. Um, yeah, what a what a fucking promo this guy. Well, I wouldn't want to say that the crowd is. God, what's the, they're indifferent? I don't want to say indifferent. There is a set of group of people in that crowd last night that were literally out there to just do whatever the fuck they wanted. Okay, I'll tell you that right mm-hmm. now. And that definitely included literally telling Cody to shut the fuck up, which was awesome. <laughs> and then, like, literally two minutes later, they're clapping and cheering. And I'm like, yeah. All right, well, whatever. You know, hey, freedom of speech. You know what I'm saying? I love how he kind of took the shut the fuck up, John. He was just like, yeah, okay. And just carried right. on anyway. Blew it off. Um, I also took a little bit of a shot at the other story, which we'll get into in just a little bit, with uh, when he said the line, I know we're not really into name changes around here with uh, Gunnar McGillicuddy or whatever the hell it is. Hilarious. <laughs> Bugging hilarious. So next week we have a ladder match. Unification with Sammy's TNT title. Mm-hmm. I love also how Cody described it as people say just because it doesn't have the word world in it, it's treated as a secondary title. But there's no such thing as a secondary title in AEW. The only reason it's secondary at the minute is because there's two of them. Yep. Love it. I mean, that's got the. He makes every. Well, that's not true. They are making all their belts feel worth it. Even the TBS title you know, doesn't feel like just some fucking piece of shit mid card. No. It's. You know, look at the tournament that they had to go through. You know, it's it. I don't want to. You know, Jade's supposed to defend it. I think it was on Rampage. So, or she's going to be defending on Rampage. I should say. Looking, unplug my headphones there by mistake. But yeah, nice. she. <laughs> We've all she's been um, is it is it Rampage she's defending it or next week? I believe it was Rampage. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh no, Beach Breaks. Then yeah, Rampage. Uh, I, think... oh, I don't. Fuck. Goddamn. Hold on. This is what happened. We're, we're in have, WWE like, territory where they announce matches for different shows at the same time. Yeah, actually, they kind of they kind of did that, and it really threw me off. Like when they were booking three pay per views at once. Like just pick one. Oh yeah, no Rampage. Rampage. Jade Cargill, Anna J. They uh they're trying to make Rampage unmissable right now with all these title matches. That's fine. Which is good. I don't um, mind. You know, I still take. I mean, it, I. Yeah, it's just because it sounds so late. Like, for me, it's 3 a.m. that it starts. Yeah, that's bananas. So, yeah, I, I'm i watching it the next day. <laughs> um, it's the first thing right. I watch in the morning. Yeah, Saturday right? morning wrestling. There you go. Attaboy. <laughs> so, that is our top story. Now, let's go to old stories as we visit this week in wrestling history. On January 14th, 2007, Christian Cage became the final NWA world champion of the TNA era when he defeated Sting and Abyss at Final Resolution. Four months later, NWA ended its partnership with TNA and Cage was stripped of the title. Later that day, Kurt Angle defeated Christian Cage and Sting to become the first ever TNA world champion. Uh, I kind of missed the NWA title being like the the main title in TNA. It was nice. Had that legacy. Uh, I mean, not, not being a guy not watching TNA, I mean, I it made me feel like, you know what? That's like the real thing over there. Like, you kind of need to pay attention to what's going on over there. But then when they got rid of it, I was like, hey, piece of shit. 
Yeah, and then you get the TNA title or the Impact. It's gone through so many fucking name changes. Oh yeah, uh, very much like most titles in in Impact, actually. Um, January fourteenth, twenty thirteen, Caitlin defeated Eve Torres for her first and only Divas Championship, which she oh. later lost to AJ Lee. Uh, I always think I always think I kind of blinked and missed Caitlin because she was kind of the woman in WWE just as I was getting back into it, and then she like left. Yep, out of here, coach. Um. January 15th, 1989, at the second Royal Rumble, Big John Studd... There's going to be a lot of Royal Rumble history this week, by the way. Big John Studd was the last man standing after eliminating Ted DeBoosie. Ted um, DeBoosie. Also at the event... Uh, this one was interesting. Rockin' Robin defeated Judy Martin to retain the Women's Championship, and this was the last Women's Championship match at a major WWE pay-per-view for five years. Um, Rockin' Robin left in 1990... And WWE deactivated the title until 1993, where it went to Alundra Blaze. Tim Alundra Blaze. Uh, yeah, they, they literally just deactivated the women's title because they had very little interest in women's wrestling at that time. Shocker. <laughs> and nothing much has changed. Uh, January 16th, 2000, Chris Benoit defeated Sid Vicious for the vacant WCW World Championship, but was stripped the very next day. Wow. For two reasons. In storyline, it was because Sid's foot was under the ropes. Bullshit. But in reality, it was because Benoit left the company after a major disagreement with management, along with Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, and Perry Saturn, who of course became the Radicals in WWE a few weeks later. I love that time. Yeah, I wasn't even that into WCW oh, yeah. in 2000, but I saw the four of them in the front row and knew it was a big deal. God, it was... Uh, it was such a cool debut. I loved them, okay? I, I, I was one of those guys that... like I, I, loved, I loved to tell the story that I started literally by discovering the guy behind you, The Undertaker, and then the next night I was like, well, I'm watching something that has nothing to do with him. And <laughs> that became my wrestling brand forever. But... uh yeah, it was. It's fun. It's fun. It may, I really got to do retros again. Yeah. Um, January sixteenth, twenty twenty one. Just last year, Fire and Flavor became the first tag team in eight years to win the newly reactivated Impact Knockout Tag Team Championships at Hard to Kill. Nice. Uh, January seventeenth, nineteen ninety one. Big Van Vader defeated Tatumi Fujinami to win his third and final IWGP Heavyweight Title at New Year Dash. Good stuff. And here now we've got a lot more. This is all Royal Rumble from here on in. Uh, January 18th, 1998, Stone Cold won his second Royal Rumble. And this time went on to win his first WWE Championship at WrestleMania 14, defeating Shawn Michaels, who defeated mm -hmm. The Undertaker in a casket match at the Rumble with a little assist from Kane. And I always loved this as a kid because after the match, Kane uh, locked his brother in the casket, set it on fire, and then it was revealed um, on a home video exclusive that The Undertaker had magically disappeared. Magically. <laughs> Just nobody in the casket. Just ashes. Um, January 9th. Three, three, four straight Royal Rumble history bits, all on the 19th right now. Wow. <clears throat> 1991, Sergeant Slaughter defeated Ultimate Warrior for the WWE Championship, and Hulk Hogan won his second straight Royal Rumble match. 
1992, for the first time, the vacant WWE Championship was on the line in the Royal Rumble match, which was won by nature boy Ric Flair with a tear in his eye. And... 1997, Shawn Michaels won his second WWE Championship, defeating Psycho Sid at the Royal Rumble. Stone Cold also won his first Rumble match, but was later denied his WrestleMania title shot because of his previously unnoticed elimination by Bret Hart. Um, January 19, 2003, Brock Lesnar won the Royal Rumble, going on to defeat Kurt Angle for the WWE Championship in an instant classic at WrestleMania 19. And finally... Uh, today in history, in 2002, Triple H won the Royal Rumble after his triumphant return from his quad injury and went on to defeat Chris Jericho for the undisputed championship at WrestleMania 18. Love it. Very nice. Um, as MJF pointed out last night, it was Wardlow's birthday this week, so let's go through some birthdays. Cora J turned 21 this week. Casey Catanzaro turned 32. Matt Riddle turned 36. Snitsky turned 52. Ernest the Cat Miller Turned 58. That's a throwback for the people. Um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan turned 68. Uh, Dark Orders 10. Preston Vance turned 37. Dexter Loomis turned 38. Chase Stevens turned 43. Kevin Thorne turned 45. Um, Kelly Kelly turned 35. Shane McMahon turned 52. This a lot is where of people, birthdays. A lot of birthdays this week. Shane McMahon turned 52 and people pull up the classic Vince McMahon tweet. <laughs> where he didn't really say much. Uh, Evil turned 35. I thought he was older than that. Um, Batista turned 53. Ted DeBusey turned 68. Uh, I I keep on plugging my headphones. I don't know why the fuck I keep doing that. (laughs) You're like, your computer's telling you to slow down. (laughs) I'm just whacking the wire. Whacking the wire. Um, The excitement in the air. Wardlow and Tyler Breeze both turned 34. Our truth turned 50, and Carl Anderson turned 42. Joy Giovanni turned 44. Uh, fans of the Ruthless Aggression era will remember Joy Giovanni. Uh, I just remember Kurt Angle kidnapping her. Terrible. But you're not Ruthless, wrong. Ruthless Aggression. That's, yep, that was, that was like our regular day. Oh, somebody got kidnapped. <laughs> oh, he's boobs. All right, here we go. That, that was back in the day. That was the, that was the Fun, shit back in the day. Funnily enough, it usually involved Kurt Angle. <laughs> God, he used to be so fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, so funny. Um, all right, then. Now, as we brought this segment back last week. Hold on, let's uh, have, uh, oh, you got more birthdays. No, uh, just one. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs, 37. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I wanted to mention some unfortunate passings. Uh, on the seventeenth, this is the was this the fourteenth? What's like my math is the fucking worst Friday. right now. The fort it will uh, two thousand seven is right now. That's so yeah, fourteen years. This is the fourteen year anniversary of the death of Mike Awesome. Um, let's see. On the eighteenth, that we lost. Uh, from, let's see. This is Kerry Von Eric, Eddie Gilbert, Ivan Koloff. All on the 18th, all at Dick. Let's see. Uh, Kerry Von Eric was 93. Uh, Eddie Gilbert was 95. And Ivan Koloff was back in 2017. Uh, George Hackenschmidt, old school. Like, did George Hackenschmidt, if you know professional wrestling at all, you know George Hackenschmidt, a guy that was fucking 
pre-1900s, okay? This motherfucker wrestled in the 1800s. He died back in 1878. Yeah, that's an old-ass history for your ass. And then Bobo Brazil, January 20th, 1998. Just had to throw those in there because Bobo Brazil was the man. Yep. Love that guy. Um, All right, now then. Uh, This segment returned last week, so let's get into some funny, cringy things that people have been saying on the internet this week. It is Shit Marks Say. (laughs) Can you believe... The shit these marks say. As established last week, I have given them different names, not to protect their identities, just because I think it's funny. So up first, we have Skinny Lars Sullivan. Fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. Who um, replied to AEW with, I didn't watch long enough to see Mark's return. This was a boring episode. Huh? It was literally the start of the show. How do you know it was a boring episode? What? <laughs> this is that shit, bro. Like, fucking, like, don't, if you're not going to watch it, don't fucking talk about it. Shut the fuck up. I didn't like the opening credits. Oh, yeah, they look the same. Yeah, all, no the shit. Paint, all the paint clouds was boring, was it? Okay. Get fuck. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have Guy in MAGA hat with his hair on upside down. Uh, nice. <laughs> this was in response to Mox's heckler. Uh, news, assholes exist. More news, don't be a bigger asshole on TV. Would love to see the fine he gets. Your life is I, the public eye. So, eye zone. Take the heckling if you don't like it. Don't be in the public. Please fucking punctuate. Uh, don't be in the public eye. Cost of being famous. First off, that wasn't English. I don't give a fuck what you try to tell me. That's not English. That, that didn't even make English. No, they, they, that's it's perfect. It's fucking perfect. Like, like, but I, these people shouldn't be allowed to breed. Yeah, I, I get it. You know, you're gonna get heckled because your life is in the public eye. But the guy was returning from rehab. First, and then hold on. And you he doesn't even get fuck? to speak. It's not only that. Heckled. It's the obvious fact. This is fucking professional wrestling. Interaction with the crowd is professional wrestling 101. If you have no interaction with the crowd, if there is no crowd reaction, you have to cause it from interaction. You fuck. Right. Oh, my God. Like, how stupid can you fucking be? Like, dude, if you're going to be that fucking, like, Wishy-washy about fucking... I just don't watch wrestling anymore because there's a shit ton of dudes in WWE that used to attack the crowd. The fucking Miz mm-hmm. does it today. You know what I mean? There's guys that do it today. It's it's fucking professional wrestling. Like, that's... These fucking marks, bro. These fucking marks are killing me. Uh, funnily enough, all of these uh, shit marks say this week are about AEW. Shocker. Um, Next up, we have Nicolol. Uh, this is about Brody King. Some guy nobody's ever heard of or seen is all elite. <laughs> I wouldn't say nobody. Like, pretty much every like, promotion in America, apart from WWE. Bull- bullshit, they wanted to fucking sign him. Right. So don't fucking, like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, dude. 
Because you don't want to open your eyes to something that doesn't say WWE on it. It's not my fucking problem. Like, right. if you literally opened your eyes to the independent scene, and I mean just any independent scene at this fucking point, your local independent scene even, in fucking Brody King, I guarantee you would have made an appearance there once, if not twice, if not multiple times. So, you're a fucking idiot. Get the fuck off the internet. Like, <laughs> comments like this, dude, should be like ran through like the fucking like internet's thing and just be like, that's stupid. Uh, you're suspended. And yeah. you're suspended. And <laughs> come on, like, Twitter. We, like, we need to moderate, like a real moderator around here. We, we just passed the one year anniversary of Donald Trump getting suspended, too. Hey. I think this was the permanent suspension, too. I believe so as well. <laughs> um, some of these fucking marks. Finally, we have Mr. Hennessy Shut It. Uh, we had Prime Punk. We don't want old man punk. Somebody replied, what about Goldberg? He said, him either. But this is the best one. But he's still in better shape than old man punk. I, the, 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 I, okay, okay. I get it. I get it. And um, I'm not going to say he's like wrong, but... What in the fuck does that have to do with anything? Is is Goldberg stronger? Absolutely, but the dude gets gassed after one move. And he can't even use his own finishes anymore. I mean... Who's punk, a bigger punk, money punk draw? Punk can go longer. Let, let me put it to you like that. Who's bigger money? Yeah, they, they'd probably say Goldberg because of Saudi. But who's returned okay. got a bigger pop? Who's bigger merch? How about that? Right. There you Goldberg go. even have merch? <laughs> I think it was like that plain ass shirt. That's by Is that it. the only one he's ever had? I don't I'm know. really trying to think. I don't give a shit enough to know, but probably. No, when he, when, when he pops back no, every he now and then in WWE, one. he never gets new merch. He had to have had a new one. Uh, the, only, the only Goldberg merch I ever remember is the plain T-shirt with the tribal logo. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Maybe a who's next. But uh, yeah, though that's the shit Marks have been saying this week. Fucking retards. The the internet's a lovely place. Um. All right. It's a little bit early for a break, but uh, I mean, we've done. They have a segment, so I'm just going to plug the Rumble because it's next week on January 27th. It is time for Podcast Promo Rumble 7. It's the one night of the year where champions can choose their own challengers, except for the TV champion because it's new. We want to do something mm. special with it. Um, this year, it's a big night for the Phoenix. Uh, he will defend the Knowledge Championship against his chosen opponents. Um, he was the final promo champion and is the current longest reigning group MVP. I don't think anybody's ever going to take that away from him because nobody posts more than Travis the Walker Anderson. <laughs> this guy is un and just uncanny. You guys are just unlucky that he left the show permanently, but well, not permanently, like every week, because that meant he's now eligible for the group MVP and he's just going to keep winning it because y'all motherfuckers don't post enough. Mm -hmm. um, the Phoenix also has been chosen by the world champion, Chad Malcolm, to be his challenger. They will square off in a predetermined promo exhibition because all promo bouts are predetermined now, unless they're just straight exhibition, non-title. 
The Phoenix will also defend the television championship, but this is one where he does not get to choose his own challenger because he will face the winner of Ring of Games 2, which takes place on the pre-launch show this Tuesday. And also, of course, there is another promo exhibition. Cypher makes his return where he goes one-on-one with the shape for the first time ever. We will also be predicting Royal Rumble. It's probably the most fun predictions of the year because it's just like, who's going to show up? Who's, I mean, WWE is probably going to tell us exactly who's going to show up in the next week or so, but still. Well, yeah, they basically did that with the women. Yeah. Uh, I think... <clears throat> Unless they've added more this week, I think there's like 10 spots left. In the women's match that we don't know about. And of course, two of them uh, that are included are the Bella Twins. Yikes. Anyway, uh, for more information, go to matchwrestling.net slash rumble7. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Hey, this is Tommy Dream. It's the ultimate Vanessa, your girl's favorite wrestler. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen. This is the voice of Killer Cross. It's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here. You are watching Max. Max Wrestling Podcast. You are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. We're going to take it to the Max. We're about to take it to the Max. And we're about to take it to the Max. It's time to take it to the Max. Hey, welcome to the Madhouse. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. And welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow. We are literally everywhere. YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Podbay. You name it, we there. So, other stories this week. Probably bigger than actually the Royal Rumble story, which we probably should have started with this one. Uh, Walter is Gunther, which has just been met with so much controversy this week. Um... It baffles me that WWE waited so long to react to the controversy. Like, we heard before he even changed the name that it was going to be named after a, a famous Nazi U-boat captain. Um, so then he announced his name is Gunther, so they just shortened it to one word. Like, that makes it any better. It, it, my whole thing is, is like, does nobody do a quick fact check one time? You know, no. hey, we like this name. Let's go. Google search it one time. Oh, there's not you. Hey, we can't do it. It's a Nazi. Okay, we can't. Yeah, but no, they didn't give a shit. You know, and then you have fucking, we just did the fucking shit Mark say, but you have these fucking some marks out here defending this. Like, oh, well, you know, well, maybe they didn't know. Dude, if you literally search the words Gunther Stark, it's the fucking first thing that pops up. I shit you let's, not. Let's He's fucking like, watch it. He's doing it right now. It's going to be fucking hilarious. Okay, well, obviously, we, obviously we've got news of Gunther, but there you go. For, very first Google the fir- yep. results. There he is. is. Is the fucking famous Nazi U-boat captain. And it's in German. It's U-boat.net. 
fucking course it is. A fucking course it is. I, I wish I was making that up. It's literally uboat.net. Okay, so you ready for the other excuse I've been hearing? Walter right. chose his own name. Oh. And, what, and with like, that, I say bullshit. What, like Keith Lee? Yeah. He, he, got, he chose, chose his Bearcat. name. He right. chose Bearcat. And then he gets released. No, I fucking didn't. Like, dude, the, like, understand this NXT is not the NXT of old. This is not run by Triple H and 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 fucking Shawn Michaels and and uh, Road Dog and whoever else is fucking former DX or former WWE or whatever. This is ran by fucking Bruce Pritchard and the same lady that runs SmackDown. Oh wow! So, like, I I, I, I there was the two names I got them off of uh, FRW site. I just I know for sure it's Pritchard and somebody else. Yeah, and it's like they already know. Like that's why it, it feels so gimmicky because Bruce Pritchard is the fucking king of gimmicks. You know what I mean? The guy his, he got his his heyday was in the early '90s where he was a fucking gimmick, and all he knew hmm. was gimmicks. So I it's love just you. I love, oh fuck, hot terrible. But it's like, dude, they are literally at the control. These guys and their ideas and that this is what I would like to try. Okay, cool. Well, it has to go through the chain of command now. Now it's not go up to Hunter and tell him about this cool match. Fuck, that is a cool match. I'll do that. No. You've got to ask, where the fuck did they even get the idea for the name from in the first place if they didn't know about this relation? Like, you don't just think, oh, Gone for Stark has a cool name. But my whole thing is he's fucking Australian. Austria. He's from oh, he's from Austria. My bad. He's from Austria. My bad. Fucking, I count the one. The one gonna kick my ass. There you go. Yeah, yeah, a little more done. <laughs> he's from Austria. So why the fuck are you giving him like a German dude name? Like another show. Again, I just talked about F four W. Another show I listened to, which by the way, like I, I wish my granny was alive. We I'd love to have her on a show. There's a Brian, Vinny, and Granny show. Okay, sometimes Craig is on there, but like even they mentioned to her. Oh, his name is now Gunther. And she's like, oh, he's a German guy? And they all started laughing. No, he's from Austria. Well, that's not an Austrian name. <laughs> I'm like, see, see, even the old lady gets it. If if they hadn't have trademarked, you know, Gunther Stark, which is what, how the news spread in the first place, if they had just gone out and he called himself Gunther, it probably wouldn't have been so bad because he's such a brute and he kind of made it sound a little bit badass, but because we know where it comes from, it yeah. still it sucks. Yeah, ex- I, I, you know what? I think you're right. I didn't think about it like that. I have not thought about it like that. It's yeah, not like, like it's a bad name. No, but it's like I mean, we do kind of connect it to friends. But... <laughs> oh, oh, god damn it! Why'd you do that to me? Because now I, all I see did is you not Walter. make that connection? No, because now all I see is Walter behind the coffee oh. thing, like trying to hit on fucking uh, goddamn Rachel. Rachel and shit. Oh well, in that case, wait I till you see the Rachel. meme I posted last night on the Max Group. I make this coffee sacred for you. Oh my god, that was awesome! <laughs> uh, just in case people don't know which one I'm talking about, it's actually this one. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, that's Gunther. It's my guy right there. <sighs> so, one week on away from NXT UK, and everything's changed for for, for Gunther. 
you know, in a, in a couple of weeks, we're probably going to forget about it and get used to it. But at, right now, it's just unnecessary. Well, I mean, yeah, now that you made that, you know, totally rational fucking excuse, you know, that it was a badass name. If you, they just wouldn't have fucking leaked it for, a, you know, trademarking a Nazi dude. If they just would have fucking just said, we're going to use him as Gunther. And he goes out and changes his name to Gunther. And then they explain whatever. Fine. But yeah, no. so... If nothing leaked, no no trademarks, no nothing. He just comes out, by the way, the winner of the match is Gunther. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, we knew you would have to change your name eventually, but all right. Yeah. But again, <clears throat> you're a billion-dollar company, and somebody there doesn't know how to use a Google search? He, he's probably going to make it work. Like, on anybody else, Walter sounds like a stupid name, but you look at him, and you, you, you know he can just Hold kill you. He, yes. he can kill you with his eyebrows. But, uh, By the way, he's slimmed down and looks in even more intimidating. Well, yeah, he knows how it is on the main roster. You got to slim down. Yeah, he he's like, I had to lose the man boobs. He lost the man boobs, lost a little <laughs> bit of the baby gut. His arms are looking more defined. I'm like, dude's looking good. good he, for probably, he probably didn't even diet. He just chopped them off himself. He's like, chop, chop, chop. Okay, the almost gone. Let's do the next one. Or he just growled at him and they disappeared. That they, You know what? That wouldn't be surprising. <laughs> Um, so not quite a name change, but we do have a gimmick change for the return of Saray, which, again, has also been met with controversy. WWE just shooting themselves in the foot this week. Yeah, stop with the stereotype shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, we've seen some defense for this one, too. Um, I, do. I, I will defend Zaylee, though, because you know, that's her. She she is all like a, a martial arts maestro, and she which can is... kill you with a sword. I don't want to say it's fine, but I mean, it's like that's that was like it was a gimmick. It's not like we're being you know, bombarded with all of them at once like we are right now. You know what mm. I mean, it was like, you know, Io Shirai what was she? She was just a really good fucking wrestler. And then you had Zia Lee, who was, yeah, she her whole gimmick forever was she was a martial artist learning professional wrestling. And then she became, fuck this, I'm just being a martial artist now. So, you know what? The most unique gimmick I've ever seen from a Japanese wrestler in WWE um, was a pirate because <laughs> it's just so unexpected. That's awesome. Yeah. And we absolutely miss her. But yeah, you guys dropped the fucking ball there, you dumb shits. Uh, I mean, it was her choice to go back to Japan, right? Because she just got married. Well, yeah, then and then, you know, she was getting hurt and they were just Beating the crap out of her because they're stupid. Mm. But. Um, I mean, I guess we'll see where it goes with Saray, but it's not off to a great start. Um, they didn't like drive it home that this was like a schoolgirl gimmick, which is what the criticism has come from. But you, you got the vibe. I was um, say if you watch the vignette, okay, yeah. that, that's exactly the vibe you got. Uh, uh, to be honest, they, they focused more on the necklace that she had from her grandmother. I don't know. Maybe that's going to give her, like, supernatural powers or something stupid. Supernatural. It'd be like the Undertaker's urn. Sure. Um, right. <laughs> um, well, back on the topic of the Royal Rumble. Um, Lita seems to be the favorite for SmackDown. Um, still, Liv Morgan better win, but still. 
as as far as SmackDown goes, we still better get Charlotte versus Lita at the WrestleMania be based purely on what they've built for the past this last past week. Um, still say it's a total fucking waste. Yeah. Honestly, I don't give a rat's ass about anything that involves Charlotte anyway, but I like Lita, so I'll give it a go. She she believes she's got one more title run left in her, so she's looking at winning a Rumble, main event in WrestleMania, facing Charlotte Flair. Um, I get it. Charlotte, Charlotte, as annoying as she is, she's got no competition. So they need to keep bringing big names back to face her. Unfortunately. Oh, yeah, I was going to say unfortunately. Yeah, there is um, no more appeal, so... Now, we, we never got Trish versus Charlotte, did we? They teased that at the Rumble a couple of years ago. Oh, wait, yes, we did. We did get the one-on-one. I was going to say, it was like a thing. Yeah, it was SummerSlam. There you go. Uh, so, at least this is fresh, Charlotte and Lita. Yeah, fresh. It's a... Uh, yeah. Uh, you see how I don't give a fuck? <laughs> I, and it's Lita, okay? Like, I care. I do. And, like... Like, my wife brought this up to me, and I'm just like, I'm like, first off, I'm glad you're excited about it. And she's like, why aren't you? And I'm like, I said, because like, she's done in my mind, okay? This is Charlotte done. I said, she has plateaued all of the plateaus you could plateau. And I, I just don't care. I just don't care anymore. No. And I don't know what the fuck's going on with the Raw women's title picture, because at one, one minute we've got Liv and Becky, the next minute we've got Piper and Becky. Uh, that that's the match at the Rumble, by the way. Piper and Becky. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, good for her but, and all, but I mean, so that that was the fatal four way. Was it last week? Which Piper won to earn the shot at Becky? Then this week we get a tag team match, for whatever reason. I, I don't know. But I don't know shit about shit with this company. I'll tell you that. It's just. There's no WWE news anymore. She's like, oh, what the fuck have they done today? I mean, yeah, because they're they're not. And I hate to say, oh, I don't want to say I hate to say this, but I mean, the only thing we're talking about positive in WWE right now is Brock and Bobby. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. really about it because it's something everybody has wanted for a while, and it's like, okay, it's finally gonna happen. Yeah. So. And it's it's just weird to see him happy. Brock. Brock. Brock likes people. Now, Brock locking people weird. is weird. It's <laughs> fucking weird. Uh, some of us, though, remember like babyface Brock in 2003. This, this is kind of what he was like. I, I remember more He was very Brock. entertaining. I, yes, I remember. Yeah, I remember entertaining Brock, him and Kurt Angle going back and forth. The whole little shoving match in the locker room. Like yeah. fucking Kurt goes flying a million miles out of the way. And then... uh. It always pops in my head him coming down with the fucking sombrero with the mariachis and yeah. First off, those fucking mariachis, bro, they have not been given enough respect that they were able to continue playing while that entire ring was bouncing because this gigantic man, <coughs> fucking idiot. But it was the, like if you're like if you're like looking up at your head like what the hell is this guy talking about? Just research. Uh, Eddie Guerrero versus uh, Brock Lesnar on YouTube, and I swear to God, it'll be like one of the f- something on the first page. Just kid you yeah. not. Uh, I'm I'm happy that they've gone with babyface Brock now because 
like kids who only know Brock from this latest ten year run. Shit, it's been ten years he's been back in WWE. Um they don't know babyface Brock from two thousand three. So they just think he's a one hit wonder with suplexes and F fives and nope. Brock has a personality. Now you're getting to see it. Believe it or not, he has a personality. <laughs> and he's actually very fun to watch. And he can still kill you. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's just been all controversy in WWE this week, as far as I know. Um, however, though, in AEW, as we already mentioned once, Mox made his return at the start of the show. Got a huge pop. Looking good, looking healthy. Still kicking shit in the crowd. Oh, yeah. Like, he I mean, lost I, a good 14, 15 pounds of alcohol weight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah but he looks he looks awesome. Uh, I, I just got to thinking, watching it, I, I wouldn't want to be in a crowd where Mox is making his entrance because he's either going to throw a bottle at you, kick a chair at you, or hit you with a guardrail. Or the or the trash can, or he's going to steal your <laughs> beer. <laughs> why, why are you so angry at me? Why'd you I'm take che- that? I'm cheering a, for you. That's an eleven dollar beer, man. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd um, probably be that fan. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, we we mentioned Cody cutting a Cody promo. Mox cut a Mox promo. Um, like old school Mox, like yeah, like you can tell it's not obviously not scripted, and he's just thinking on the fly, and he's pacing. Well, yeah, the guy got away with saying "fuck," <laughs> crying out loud. It very deservedly so, though. I'm sure um, TK's like, I'll pay that fine. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't really think they give a shit about swearing in AEW anyway. Um, no, but I'm I mean, sure they do on TBS. Isn't there always like a 10-second delay? So if they really cared that much, they would have bleeped out the fuck. I think so, but I was watching on delay, and it wasn't bleeped, so. No, I mean, like, in, in the production truck, I'm sure they oh, yeah, do oh, it on yeah, like a 10-second yeah, yeah. delay. So, like, if they catch somebody swearing quick enough, they can bleep it. Yeah, WWE usually to. fuck it up and they bleep out the second word. Yeah, because there's a <laughs> fucking dirt worst. Like, I don't understand so you, which... WWE will bleep like ass bleep instead of bleep hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's yeah. an ass? What? He's an ass what? Oh, jeez, he's an ass hat. He's an ass bag. He's an ass this. Let's play the fucking no, advert game. It's... It's like the Wheatus song, Teenage Dirtbag. You can you can say dick, but you can't say gun. Terrible. Um, but yeah, Max comes out, doesn't even get to say a word, and you can you can hear the guy crystal clear on on the broadcast, uh, something along the lines of, "Get that drunk piece of shit out of the ring," and Max is like, "Hey, fuck you, go fuck yourself." Hey, it tells me go fuck yourself. Get this piece of shit out of here. Um, and Chris Durham, you said you were there. I want to know if they actually genuinely just immediately dragged the guy out because, like, you didn't even make it 10 minutes into the show and you're getting kicked out for being a dick. That's, that's hilarious, by the way. Right. <laughs> but if anything, I think that that heckle kind of fired him up even more. I wouldn't be. Uh, yeah, you're, you're probably right. It was, it was a very sweary promo, and after WWE's statement on blood and violence last week, I wouldn't be surprised if they dropped something about bad language this week. Fucking blood. But we don't do that anymore. Oh, the fucking blood and violence. So, I, I, I hate that you brought it up, and I'm glad you brought it up. So, I, I, I have worked with some uh, wrestling fans or closet wrestling fans in the past 
um, I, I ran into another one. He's, uh, I'm not going to mention his name or whatever, but he was like, so he, he was like, cause he showed up in a WWE shirt and we immediately started talking and this and that. And then, so I asked him, I said, Hey, Danny said, you said, and I showed him this article. I said, do you consider that like self? He's like, well, fucking Cody bleeds all the time. And every time it turns, it's fucking blood. And I'm like, you do understand that that's like what pro wrestling really is though. Right. Yeah, but I mean, does it have to be every fucking episode? I said, hey, dude, I said, as a, you know, as a fan of the fucking product, I kind of say the same thing sometimes. But it, it, if it if it works, it works. And it does, you know, you don't need to, like, fucking go bananas over it. And he's like, yeah, well, it's fucking stupid to blade yourself. And I was like, huh? Wait, hold on. I said, do you want to hear a dumb, a really dumb example of how they got blood in WWE? And he's like, oh, you're going to say the Brock thing, aren't you? And he's like, I was like, yeah. They had a fucking 280-pound man use his fucking elbow to slice a man open rather than a very safe, very clean razor blade. Sterile. The whole nine yards. Nope. It's just like, and he got a concussion on top of that. I'm like, so what would you rather do? Have a little moment to the side where the camera's not looking at you and you just so happen to gig and then... So now you have a little cut on your forehead right. that they're immediately going to go in the back and fucking glue up and put some like scar remover shit on it. Mm. So we're stupid. And the fucking guy that wrote that article, by the way, is I mean, you go looking for Eric Bischoff to be fucking talking to people about professional. Like, really? Right. I, I understand what, you know, Eric Bischoff means to. The competition of WWE and all that shit, but no, it, no, don't 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 ask Eric Bischoff shit. Other than no, where's the bathroom? Ever since he uh, got into good terms with WWE again, he's been very pro WWE, big time. It's stupid. When at one time he wanted to put them out of business. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, there, there was a lot of lines I loved in Marx's promo too. Um, when he was talking about demons, saying he doesn't run from demons, he beats the shit out of them. There was a, again very sweary promo. Um, Passionate, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I can't wait to see who he feuds with, and I, and I absolutely loved the last line uh, because he he didn't he alluded to his problems, but he didn't like. Say any, because he didn't need to specify what it was, but we all knew what it was. And then the last line is just the only thing I drink now is blood. Awesome, love that line. Line was awesome. Uh, and then just make sure he picks up his jacket. Well, yeah, they're looking a very expensive <laughs> jacket. Yeah, uh, great to see Mark's back. Oh, yeah, um, JR sounded like he was struggling last night. Raspy voice, yeah, like COVID's going uh, around, kept losing his voice. So um, I hope JR is good too. Yeah. So we we saw the first team up of the Kings of the Black Throne. Yes. Um, Alistair, shit, I almost said Alistair Black. <laughs> Malachi Black. Malachi. And Brody King, um, looking great together. Just who the fuck's gonna stop these guys? But then that double team finishers, bananas. Oh yeah. Love that shit. Obviously, they just killed. Uh, in the match but then afterwards we were going to get a promo from Malachi but we are instantly interrupted by Pac 
Um, mm. And he he cut, there was a lot of good promos last night. Cut pack cuts a great promo, um, and he, he can see again now. He's he's no longer blind. Love that. Working <laughs> with stories. I, uh, I also love how Pack slow has slowed down his speech so that you can understand his accent. Oh yeah, his accent is fucking <laughs> thick. Yes, Pack is very much a Geordie. Um, but now I'm wondering who the hell's going to team with Pac to go against these two. Because he's not really hanging around with Penta anymore in Phoenix. Well, Phoenix well, is injured Phoenix anyway. being out still, I mean, my immediate guess was Penta. But, I mean, Penta's kind of right. Is Penta in that kind of little mix with Kingston and Jericho and... Um, no? I don't oh, yeah, they, so. they don't hang around with Eddie Kingston anymore. People just keep breaking up in EW. Yeah, yeah I don't know what Penta's real. doing. Probably nothing, so that's my guess, is they'll use it. him. But I, um, then again, I, is there anybody else that fits? Mm. I'm really trying to think, and I'm going to say no. Well, so, we yeah. already... We already know the varsity blondes aren't much competition for the house, yeah. uh, house of black, kings of black from. So that doesn't leave well, many, many people. I was going to say, I was like, I don't think there's many fucking people that can actually stand up to these goddamn crazy bastards. You kidding me? Plus. One will one'll kick your head off, the other one will fucking cannonball you in next Tuesday. <laughs> Plus, we're also still expecting um, Wyndham to join the yeah. fray. Wyndham should be showing, hopefully he should be showing up anytime soon. Hell, I actually fucking think next week we might see somebody else. Fucking Johnny Rasslin might become home to Cleveland. Oh, yeah. I I forgot he'd left. Mm-hmm. Yep, well, there oh, you go. Well, has he left or? He because... is, well, yeah, he's gone. He's out of WWE. I don't believe his, I don't believe he had any kind of 90-day or anything like that. He was just kind of waiting for some stuff. Or actually, I think maybe he was waiting past 90 day because he's been off TV and out of the company, quote unquote, for like four or five weeks at least. I knew he left NXT because obviously he cut the whole farewell promo and everything, but I didn't. I wasn't sure if he'd actually left the whole company. Yeah, no, as far as I know, he is donezo. Um, Well, all right, then. The only two dudes that look to be hanging out from old NXT that are going to the main is looks to be Pete Dunne and Ciampa. Yeah. And that's and they're still experimenting with that idea. They're not even like fully committed to it yet. So. I mean, Mm -hmm. but I will also say, and I don't mean to jump to the other brand already, but uh, all of a sudden Roderick Strong has a pro wrestling tease shop. Oh, just saying. If that leaves you any hints well, about what's going on with Roddy. Yeah, Diamond Mine kind of failed anyway. It, it never really went anywhere other than no. Roddy winning a title. Yeah, it, it, it was it was built bigger than it was. Yeah, big time. Um in well, other undisputed era member news, Adam Cole, Bay Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh has challenged Orange Cassidy to a lights out match next week. Good stuff. Very good stuff. That match was awesome, by the way. Yeah. Um it's it's kind of surreal seeing Adam Cole and Britt Baker teaming up, but uh she she took a nice bump through the table too. 
the safest table bump I've ever seen. I believe, <laughs> is what I told the boys. Yeah, but we don't support violence like this in WWE. Okay, it's sort of violent. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um, I I love also how they're kind of planting the seeds of um Shivani being jealous of Adam Cole. You can yes. Put on comments. Oh God, when they were just like, oh, no, oh don't feel bad. We're, oh, we're sorry there, Tony. And I'm like, oh yeah, plant them fucking seeds. Make that guy jelly. That's just gonna be awesome. And then he just kept calling Adam Cole an asshole. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Love it. when Adam Cole eventually goes big time heel and just beats up Shivani. That oh, yeah. That's, that's him. It's on its way. The pot is brewing. That's probably not going to be PG, but we'll have a Britt Baker on a pole match. Maybe not. Oh. Yeah, that, that's a different kind of match. I'm down. I am <laughs> done. I think we may have to extend the uh, TV 14 for that one. That's fine. Pay-per-view. <laughs> Make it a pay-per-view. You do whatever um, fuck you want a pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you can do what the fuck you want on TBS. Right? Jeez. You guys don't get They're just like, help us get some ratings. <laughs> you can say fuck. Nobody and watches Big Bang Theory anymore. You can say fuck. Uh, um, Lance Lance Archer is apparently managed. It was great to see Jake the Snake back. By the way, um, he's in Lance's corner along with Dan Lambert, which we I don't think we were expecting. No, very weird. But hey, yeah, we're in an awkward place now though, because I, we talked about it last week. We don't want to see Lance Archer lose another big feud, but at the same time, he's in prime position for a world title run. But I think but it's too have soon. It out now. It's too soon for Paige. It it is too soon for Paige. And like I said last week, the only dude I think that could beat him or should probably beat him would be MJF. But again, that's one gigantic long feud building gimmick arena. But I already think that now you see the seeds planted. If Dale Lambert and Jake are going to be out there, they're they have to have some sort of confrontation. Right? Yeah. They have to be. They're gonna have to be the uh, the 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 downside to Lance Archer losing. They have to be. It's the best way for it to work because you cannot let this guy just lose again. You have like I hate to say like you gotta screw somebody over, but if if there's a if there's ever an opportunity to you know that you have to run with that, it's this. You cannot let him lose clean because that'll only make his record look even worse. Yeah. Guys yeah. had this is his full uh third or fourth title match. Yeah. And it's like I if you want him to be 0 for 4 or 0 for 3, then he needs to get screwed. Plain and simple. Cuz otherwise you're screwing this talent over. I mean, he already feels like he's screwed over. Yeah, it does. I mean, I had said that you know, I'm out of the honeymoon phase of WWE uh, WWE with AEW. And it's like, this is, this is exactly what it, what it is. You guys have a top-tier talent, a guy who is an upper mid-carder, a guy who could very easily be your world champion, and you've literally just had him be the giant to put over guys, a.k.a. something Vince does. Mm. Lose that shit. It's 
again, kind of like Liv Morgan, um, super over, keeps yep. getting title matches, keeps losing. How how long can you drag out the momentum before people I'm, get bored? Especially when he's supposed to be a monster. Yeah. A, a, his, his nickname is literally a murder hawk. Yep, he is a murder hawk. He ain't murdering monster. nobody. Like, that's the problem. You know, this, you have him posted up here, but you book him right here. And it's like, come on. Make the math work. Right. Um, so Mox's first opponent tomorrow on Rampage is Ethan Page. Good luck, buddy. Ah, Poor fucker. Yeah. Who who was Mox's last opponent when before he... Because it was in a tournament, wasn't it? Before he went away. Oh, yeah, it was in the, for the TNT. Right, yeah. Oh, it was, oh. It was for the Charlotte Page, which... Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, who, who the fuck was Mox's last opponent? Because he beat the shit out of that guy, too. He walked in, yeah, doing around the ring, hit a death rider, walked out. Oh, no, was it? My mind's just gone completely blank. I want to say that that's the correct thing to look at. It was that, um, what do they call it, the World Title Eliminator Tournament? 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 Yeah. Jesus Christ. That doesn't make English. (laughs) There we go. Um, Does this make English? Well, that doesn't help. Uh, Online World of Wrestling only goes up to October 2021 for Mox. Whack. Uh, So. Oh, well. If if anybody can remember who it was, I'm sure Mike will let us know. Remember who it was. Remind us. Actually, you know what? I could look at the World Title Tournament thing brackets. Yeah, do that. Uh, I'm sure it'll catch on. AEW World Title I'm not making English right now either. There we go. Um. All right. Okay. Full gear. It was for full gear, right? So it was Mar. Oh, it was ten. Oh, that's right. He went in there, beat the crap beat out, shit out of ten guy. in two minutes. That's right. Yeah. He tore his mask and everything. Yeah. Left him bloodied. That poor fucker. Um. So Ethan Page, you might want to watch that match back before. Tomorrow. Just saying. And considering the guy's not drinking anymore. <laughs> yeah. He's got full clarity of vision. Fucking run. Seriously. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. So it's a little early, but do we have a geek of the week? Oh, we have a geek of the week for sure. Oh, all right. Let's let's play the music. Select geek, pretty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy physique. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. All right, geek of the week. Not only does he deserve it for just being hot garbage, generic as shit, I think I fucking had mentioned this guy once already. Um, but in the TSK has also been renamed, and that is you, sir, Grayson Wallet, because you are the most generic fucking thing we have all ever seen. You're hot garbage for a guy who is athletic as shit. When Rob 
Dave, when Robert Davis, the fucking stat man, looks at your high flying and laughs, you, sir, have issues. And on top of that, I have to add, <laughs> why in the fuck is your goddamn finisher straight out of 2K where you have to be outside the ring to hit the Y button to roll in the ring to hit the finisher? You're a fucking idiot. Grayson Wallet. That is your new official name. You are the Geek of the Week. To be fair with a finisher, um, Adam Page does the same thing with a buckshot lariat, but that's a cool as fuck move. But that's different. And so does AJ. He's, he's on the apron. This guy's outside the ring on the floor. Oh, oh yeah, that's stupid. He's Yeah. And then he fucking runs in and jumps through the middle rope. And I'm like, okay, there, fucking Lindsay Dorado. This isn't your goddamn entrance. What the fuck? It's, it, I'm telling you, it's like a fucking move straight out of WWE 2K. I kid you the fuck not. And it's literally him from the floor. Jumps in, hits a fucking DDT, rolls, hits the fucking ring, rolls, hits the DDT. It's like, get the fuck out of here. That's just stupid. That, that's the people's elbow of DDTs. Factual statement. With a guy who's nowhere near as fucking charismatic or over. <laughs> well, to make it work. <laughs> um, uh, I, I'm kind of struggling with the rest of the week this week. So before we go to that... um. Punk squashed Sean Spears. Beautiful. And then stole MJF's Burby scarf. It's fucking great. Sean Spears has this nice, like, entrance. Comes yeah. in, everybody's booing him. And then he fucking punk comes in, and then fucking MJF hits commentary table. And three, seven, eight seconds later, boom, it's over. And I'm like, well, I believe that is the fastest pin in AEW history. One. And two, mm-hmm. I also believe it was a stab at them and the whole at WWE and their whole the world's fastest pin. Bullshit. Right. So fucking laugh. Um <laughs> Yeah. Great I didn't shit. think about that, but yeah, nice shot. Goddamn Sean Spears, you fail as an accountability buddy. Yeah. It's my new favorite one too. I mean buddy. You went from Wardlow to Sean Spears anyway, so what a downgrade. Right. No, no and disrespect, the, Sean Spears, but Wardlow's seeds, a monster. The seeds planted with fucking Wardlow and the whole I have to dock your pay shit. <sighs> he just when when he gets uh, unleashed, I was gonna say released, when he gets unleashed and is able to kill MJF, that guy is gonna die. Like yeah. this is gonna be like we thought you think you've seen a lot of blood on TV before. Ooh. He might get his arm Ooh. ripped off. Right. Literally like a Wookiee. Oh, please, thank you. <laughs> you dock his pay on his birthday, too. Yeah, what an asshole. I, but I he says, if you win that. me my TNT title, I'll give you all the money back. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly how it's going to happen, though, isn't it? Like, Wardlow's going to win. MJF's going to take the title. And that's how they, you know, like, break up. Fine with me. Fine with me. And that's such an MJF way of winning your first championship, too. Now, see, I don't, I don't know if that'll end up being. I think what it'll do is like that'll set up their match. And if anything, yeah, Wardlow has to be the the bearer of bad news and get hit with the ring. And yeah, that would be my guess. But you know, if you get hit again, if if you get screwed over, it doesn't make you look as bad. Mm-mm. So, the only the only problem with WWE is they screw everybody over. There's always a DQ finish, so it's just like overdone as fuck. 
Exactly. And it's not like it's not like you know everything coincides. Like uh, like MJF, if he wins with the ring, that's something he's been doing with a lot of. You know, he can't beat him. He can't beat Wardlow, so he has to beat him by hitting him in the face with the ring, and then maybe kick him in the balls or like. He had to beat. He had to cheat to beat him. Yeah, and that's MJF for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, some main event of Dynamite uh, was another win for Sting and, and Darby. Sting looking fucking great again, diving off the stage. Oh, 61 years old, this guy. Out there killing it. I need you to not kill yourself, brother. Slow down. But it's it's Slow cool. Down. It's, it's super entertaining. Thank you. Slow <laughs> the fuck down. Oh, this uh, this wasn't on shit Mark say, but I caught somebody criticizing it, saying they want to see somebody else win besides the old man and his meth head son. The old man and his meth head son. I actually found the meth head son line pretty funny, but still. I'm like, the dude's straight edge, so that makes me kind of like, <laughs> you're an idiot. And they then go- the old, And then the old man, I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't Vince McMahon make himself a CW champion and yes. and win a feud and be in a main title picture? And didn't he also compete for the WWE championship? Shut the fuck up. He, he was WWE champion, too. That too. For like, for like a week. And then again, shut the fuck up. Sting is at least entertaining. Yeah. I love that, though. Calling a straight edge guy a map head. It goes back to MJF with Punk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're the most meth head looking straight edge guy I've ever seen. It's great though. <laughs> That's why MJF is the man. Uh, well, all right then. Wrestler of the week. Uh, I, I, I'm re- actually, you know what? Before we do that, can, do you want to fill me in on NXT? Have you watched it this week? Yeah, I watched NXT. All right. Um, I was actually like, I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna see if I bang out like NXT in like 90 seconds or whatever. I don't know about 90 seconds. But, Let's uh, bring back that old segment, NXT in 60 seconds or less. I might have to fucking try that next <laughs> week. We'll have to try because, like, this fucking show was hot ass garbage. Uh, you had fucking Grayson Waller, uh, Grayson Wallet versus Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis is literally, he's, he's just, he's the over creep from the creep farm, and it's just weird. Um, the Creed Brothers versus Dross Briggs and Brooks and Bro- uh, Brooks Jensen. No, 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 fuck that name. They are the new Godwins. That is what I am dubbing them. They are the new Godwins. And the Creed Brothers, dude, as a fucking guy that used to throw people myself, slow the fuck down. You're going to hurt somebody, including your fucking selves. Slow They're the fuck the down. They're still the same? They're still the same. So it got to the point where, and then even, even these fucking young Godwins, this Josh Briggs fucking kid serving up one of these fucking stiffest knees to the face i've seen in since fuck i like a ufc fight so uh one of the dude one of the creed brothers is going for a single leg so it's very amateur wrestling hour so he's going for a single leg and he gets him boom takedown and he gets up again he hits it again boom takedown this josh briggs fucker gets pissed off and he's like watch me do it a third time well right as he does it like fucking knee right to the face and dude's got a bloody mouth so how do they give him a receipt? They fucking start throwing him all over the place. And I'm like, dude, you guys are not in the business to be fucking giving receipts. Like, you guys are young as fuck, man. Just, oh, my God. Uh, 
fucking some dude Dante Chan. If uh, apparently he was in the breakout tournament, he was over ish or whatever. He's supposed to have some fucking squash match. Ends up getting fucking jumped by uh uh fucking what's dumb shit name fucking poker man uh fucking Duke Hudson. By the oh, way, man. Duke Hudson has his fucking hair back. So what is the point of having that goddamn hair match about a fucking three weeks ago? Yeah, exactly my point. Fucking stupid. Uh, fucking let's see. What the fuck Tony Dean. I have no idea. Right, it's, it's, it's fucking stupid. Tony D'Angelo hosted a memorial service for Pete Dunn, had a casket out there and everything. Uh, they booed the fuck out of him. Thank God for that. Uh, Pete Dunn didn't show up, so he's gone. Let's just get, let's just, I'm leaving it at that. Um, it ended up turning into some big old giant thing with Cameron Grimes and Carmelo Hayes. It's supposed to be now it's possible three way. No, uh, Cameron Grimes versus dipshit Tony D'Angelo next week. Gets a shot at Carmelo Hayes. Uh, Ivy Niles versus Kylie Ray. Ivy Niles won. Uh, but thanks to interference from Andy Rose, pretty much. But still, it just Ivy Niles hasn't lost yet, which is, I don't want to say, I don't hate it. Um, it's just weird, but whatever. They're obviously building her. They're, I might as well get behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another, oh, that's right. They're also doing the, the Dusty Classic right now. So you oh, had, yeah. uh, was it, fuck. Uh, these like two like jobber dudes. They were like jobbers. They beat somebody last. Oh no, they beat. Uh, yeah, they beat. Uh, Harlow, Harlan, Harlan, and the fucking weirdo. Uh, last week to qualify for this, and then these guys. Uh, it's Malik Blake and and Edris and I can't even say your last name. So you guys need to fucking come up with a goddamn team name. You fucks. Uh, <laughs> they beat Legato del Fantasma, which I don't want to say is surprising. But it's surprising. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, oh, yeah. I ain't even trying to pronounce that one. Yeah, yeah no, don't do it. Uh, Dakota Kai fucking looks weird as shit these days. And uh, she beat some fucking weirdo. Uh, and then we had uh, Walter Walter versus uh, Roderick Strong. It wasn't as... It, it lacked a lot. It lacked a lot, at least for me. Um... And then, yeah, we all saw the ending. So, mm-hmm. totally worth a skippage, not worth the watching. Well, I shall not. I shall not change my NXT plans. Oh yeah, God, no, that shit was fucking hot. T- there, there was nobody of good anything in NXT, except maybe Mandy Rose. Oh God, she's good at everything. <laughs> she's fucking so hot, it's ridiculous. Ah, all right. Goddamn you, Tito. Yeah, let's uh, let's play the music, and maybe I'll finally decide on a wrestler of the week. Wrestler of the week. Um... You know what? I might just give it to Ivy. I haven't seen her match, but if something from NXT impresses you, then it's got to be good. Ivy Niles has been has been something worth watching, and then the fact that she turned around and beat Kylie Ray, not a terrible match, decent match. She's a work in progress, so it's a good call. All right, let's give it to Ivy. Okay. Not Ivy Blue, as we said last week, because that's Jay-Z's daughter. <laughs> 
She's taking the grabs in the background and nobody knows it. <laughs> right. Got 99 problems, but wrestling ain't one. That's awesome. <laughs> um, other than that, really, I mean, I wanted to base it more on in-ring this week. So otherwise, I would have given it to like Marks for his return or Walter just because of the name change. Right. But we'll, we'll stick with Ivy. Um, so I'm going to plug this one more time. Podcast promo Rumble 7 is next week. We got three title matches. We got a promo exhibition and we got Ring of Games 2. Cannot fucking wait. Love Ring of Games. Uh, it, it, it gave birth to this video era. It's too much fun. Right. Um, so far, we have, I believe, one entrant in the Ring of Games. We need three more. Mm-hmm. It's just trivia, people. Yeah. It's just Simple. trivia. I say it's just trivia. It is kind of brain teasing, but it's fun. So that is next week. Don't miss it. And your week is complete. Thank you, everybody, for spending your Thursday with us. You know where to find us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter and the Captain 512 and SMR Podnet. Once again, the website, maxwrestling.net. And now, listen up, you pencil neck geeks, because this is what Moses has for you this week. Oh, we got a lot coming out this week. So, uh, dropping through the weekend, uh, and I do mean through the weekend, is a lot of Bolt Ranch stuff. We're going hot. We're going heavy. Uh, we, I have season-ending grades. I'm breaking it up into three parts. Um, I'm going to do pretty much, I'm going to go position grades. I'm going to do coaches. And then I'm going to do uh, like an MVP, you know, fucking season-ending uh, awards, if you will, as the last part. Senior Bowl is this weekend, so lots of Senior Bowl coverage coming off of that for coming upcoming draft nonsense. Going to do another free agency episode because people seem to like those, and it's about it. The move to TikTok is becoming real, though. Hmm. It's, it's becoming real. So uh, want to say expect Max Wrestling to become one of those people? I'm yes. serious about that. But I'm also uh, saying that because I do plan to also start a TikTok for Bolt Ramp. Yeah, uh, Max does need to up the TikTok. Max, I also need to up the Max Instagram game. I will. I keep saying I will uh, get into that, but I keep stopping and starting. But uh, what happens? Yes. Life happens, people. But don't trip. It's all in the works. <clears throat> it's coming yeah. sooner than you think. Uh, and speaking of in the works, uh, Netpicks. Uh, we'll be making its return in the next few days. We did record an episode last week, Mike and I. I just haven't had a chance to uh, edit it and upload it yet. But there is a new episode in the vault, which will be opened in the next few days. In the uh, vault? In the vault, in the gunt. In the gunt. <laughs> <laughs> the, the topic on this episode of Netflix is movies that we've never seen before. So we each picked two movies to watch for the first time. Um, nice. And they're all very good ones with solid casts. So uh, expect, keep a lookout for that one. Also, this was very, very discreet, but uh, Throne Zone has awakened oh, wow. on social media because, of course, we do have the Game of Thrones prequel, House of the Dragon, coming this year. So expect season three of Throne Zone very soon. Um, <clears throat> all right. There's a brand new logo. It's gone from blue to red, and there's dragons on it now because it's dragons. all about dragons. Fucking dragons. Uh, 
once we know when they actually announced, they haven't actually announced when the season airs of House of Dragon yet, but it is this year. So when they announce it, we'll know when Throne Zone begins again for season three. And obviously you're going to have a different lineup this time. Obviously. Uh, with that said, join us next week for Podcast Promo Rumble 7. Trust me, do not miss it. We got wrestling trivia galore and promo action. The 7th Annual Podcast Promo Rumble. Same bat time, same bat channel. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye, and good night. Sweet it out there, folks.